Hi, my name is Panta Kalhor and you're listening to Transition by Panta Kalhor Podcast. I created this platform to help you grow and move forward easier through your transition, whether in parenthood, job transition, healing journey, or starting a brand new life. Episode 113, Job Reinvented Show. Body Acceptance with Sari Dana, Personal Development and Empowerment Coach. Please subscribe to Panta Kalhor Transition Channel and order my book, Rules of Change for the Better. Tune up your mood and transform your life to reach your biggest dreams. We have very positive and good-looking lady. <laughs> Uh, her name is uh, Sari Dana, and she helps women and teens learn to love their body and access their inner happiness by using positive affirmation and educating to end diet culture. And she's coaching since 1990, 1991. And wow, amazing. She's a mom of five, grandmother of nine. And she's a very passionate person. And as you see, she has great smile all the time and love to send out inspiration wherever she goes. She started her career in fitness and health coaching and uh, taught really powerful physical classes about healthiest type of eating for all bodies. I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, I already got your energy and your positive (laughs) (laughs) feeling. Welcome to my show. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to share my story and to hopefully inspire others with their career change. Yes, why not? That's the purpose of this show, actually, especially in this COVID and everybody want to switch to online space. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me about yourself, about your story. How did you end up to be health coach and now you just transition to another coaching program. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. So I think when someone is a coach, they have coaching inside of them. You know, they just want to help people. They like to listen to people's stories. They like to um, connect. So no matter what I've taught within my life since 1991, I've always enjoyed being with people. I can listen to somebody's story for hours. I love to dissect it and to give some recommendations and small baby steps. So regardless of any type of coaching that a coach does, I think that's something that we're all similar with. And one of the things that I think that I did that was really very powerful and courageous and daring is that I switched over my career from fitness, even though I still do fitness, but it's in a different aspect. I switched over from teaching about restrictive eating about eliminating types of foods, about the latest diet plans, fads, so to speak, anything that would allow someone to become trimmer or thinner. And it's a really hard concept because in the back of my mind, of course, I've had health. We all want to be healthy. We all want to bring in as much healthy foods as we can. But unfortunately, in the space that I was in at that time, 
I took it to a deeper level into orthorexia, which a lot of people have without realizing it. Orthorexia is a term used for taking healthy food to an extreme. For instance, you know, really afraid to eat a cookie or really afraid to eat a pizza, having fear around food, only eating the healthiest and being obsessive about it. Well, I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know what? A lot of people tell me, yeah, that's exactly what I want. But unfortunately, because I've been teaching since 1991 and because I've been in this field for so long, I've seen the progression and how it radically did not improve people's health, did not improve their well-being, and did not help them become thinner. All the things that we try, were trying to achieve was backfiring. And in fact, the restrictive eating caused binge eating, overeating. And the harsh rules caused a lot of fatigue and mental obsession and weighing on the scale at all times, even though, even though health professionals and many of the health professionals that we know, like Weight Watchers, tries to, that tries, but teaches us to weigh your food, to measure, to use points, to use the scale. But I have found that that is not the way to health. And this is the biggest part, that accepting our bodies is actually bringing us more self-care, is actually helping us to exercise. It's helping us to eat better than to hating our bodies. Loving our bodies is the most important fact that we could use to become healthier. And when I brought this out to my community in 2017, no one understood it. They didn't get it. And I understand why. It's so radical. It's so different. It's such a change of a concept. So I went from a career that was teaching all about how to diet, how to restrict foods, how to eliminate foods for the purpose of being healthier in our bodies. But I saw that it was not the healthiest way. So I transitioned to saying, girls, people, community, whatever I taught, was wrong. I was taught that. I went to seminars and I went to health coaching and I read books, but I now see that there's a lot of eating disorders, more than we could ever know. And in my particular community, it is written up in the National Eating Disorder Center as that we have the most eating disorders out of any other sect. So it's really something that we're bringing out and I'm bringing it out into a huge awareness. And some people understand it, some people don't, but that's okay. It's a learning curve and we all are on the same page. And that's where I am right now. This is a unique message, you know, to whom I talk, uh, healthy practitioners or uh, whoever in health industry, everybody say, you have to be very careful about your foods. Don't eat that. Don't eat. That. But, you know, I just realized, even for myself, you shouldn't be addicted to having pizza or coffee or whatever. But you can, uh, you can have some limit on what you eat. Actually. Yeah. yeah, so one of the things that I really embrace a lot is something called intuitive eating and intuitive eating really talks about that our bodies know we were born as little babies 
knowing when to stop. If you ever notice, I know you have a little baby, right? How old is your baby? Two, three? Yeah, yeah, she's three years old. Three, right, so because I know I'm a mom. So I always remember, you know, the kids would eat a lot, but then when they don't want anymore, they stop. There is nothing that you can do to have those kids eat because they're full. And I think that we created a, a society of people who aren't full because there are so many food rules. And I do hear, wait, what do you mean? I'm eating so much. It doesn't make sense. But when we have food rules subconsciously in the back of our heads, we can never be full. And that happened to me. I, I was never full, but I ate so much. It didn't make sense. And then I learned that you need to eat with pleasure. We need to eat with allowing ourselves with permission. And by throwing away the food rules is one of the healthiest things that we could actually do and to teach our kids. So as a mom, all I want my kids is to have a healthy relationship with their food. So I try to teach them that there's no good, bad, good food or bad food, that all food is neutral. Doesn't make you a good person if you eat it or a bad person. So there's no hiding of food. There's no putting food in pockets. There's no being embarrassed by eating something that's not healthy, it's just neutral. And I can now have food in my cabinets that I would never have before, you know, like brownies and cookies. And I sometimes eat it and I sometimes don't. But I can definitely tell you that when I'm in the mind frame I am right now, that I eat them seldom with, way less than I ate with my old mindset. <laughs> I like that. Good. So I'll have permission to eat brownies. <laughs> But you know, interesting about me, sorry, uh, when, uh, when I was a child, I used to eat lots of chocolate and brownies, and cookies, you know, and my stomach was not upset when I had them, but because I, uh, I don't eat sugar and cake anymore. So as soon as I have a little bit sh sugary stuff, my stomach gets upset. Mm. So I'm not saying I, you know, if I really, really um, love to eat a bite, I'll do it, but I try sure. not. Sure. <laughs> I never restrict myself. Yeah. Like, like coffee for me, because of the pregnancy, I had to cut my coffee uh, and uh, I didn't drink coffee for a long time. And no, whenever I feel that I really wish to have one, I will have one. But I'm not addicted to coffee the way I was. That is awesome. That is really great because I wake up in the morning and I can't wait to have my coffee. I, we've got this amazing coffee machine and now it makes me want to have coffee. <laughs> yeah, I can't feel it because um, the, the smell of coffee makes you crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, tell me about uh, three tips. Yes for entrepreneurs how to be successful as as i think you know it much better than any other coach because you're doing it for many many years yeah i think it's very important that we let go of saying i've done this for so long or i have all my credentials in this but if your heart is really saying that you're ready to move on it means you're growing it means the individual is growing because we're, we would never want to be stagnant. We always want to grow and grow with life. But when we hold on to the past, I think that keeps us stuck. It's really hard for many people to, to, to 
push that aside and just like to let it go. And instead to think of growth, I'm growing. So I, I didn't feel bad when I let it go. I kind of said, I I'm growing, I'm, I'm a new person. And I think that's something to celebrate with all of us. Great, that's the first tip, the second one. Yeah, um, listen to your heart without judgment. I think that's really important. We always judge ourselves like, how could I? What do I know? I don't know enough. You know, I think that's the biggest thing that everyone says. But I believe that you learn as you grow. And that's what happened to me. I really felt something in my heart. I felt something that was really important, but I didn't know everything about it. But I was so curious. I read books and I learned. So I think do it. Do it. Don't wait until you get it all together and you get it all set up because then it's too late. You kind of miss the boat. Do it. If you have something in your heart, go for it now. Because you're looking for perfection and perfectionism, I guess, is not for human because we are human. <laughs> we are not ideal. And the problem is perfectionism always postpones your dreams. Sure does. Yeah, because you want to be, you know, I'm, I'm just giving you an example for my shows when I wanted to start. As soon as I started writing my books, then I said, oh, I have to have interviews for other fertility coaches or fertility experts. I, have, I needed a lot of information from valid sources, not just internet. So that was just an idea like like this then I, what i did even even before getting any interview or, uh, or connection i built my studio in, in a little room and i bought the project or everything and my husband what are you doing what are what are you going to do with this i said i'm gonna have some interviews and he said how do you want to find this connection i said i don't know it's gonna happen oh, <laughs> that's the best way <laughs> And then suddenly I connected to that network, you know, that big network of uh, all professionals. And then it just happened. I connected to one person, another, another, and just grow, grow. And right now my YouTube channel has more than 1,076 subscribers in just few months. Congratulations. And just growing. I have lots of like more than 27,000 views on YouTube and it's just so blessing. And that's because of just little thought. And I didn't think that I have to be perfect to have a better show. You know, I'm not a producer. I'm a normal person. And I'm just doing the best. And I try to find valid information to give to, val to right mm -hmm. audience. That's mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. So the third tip <laughs> the third tip this is something that i do every single day every single day it's feel the fear and do it anyway and i know it's already cliche-ish i know i know but that's the biggest thing our feet get stuck we get like nervous. it we get nervous we're, we're afraid to put our voice out there um, I know for myself, it happens all the time, but I got used to it. Like I press that send button. I send that pitch. Um, <laughs> no, I just send it, just send it, feel the fear, get a little nervous. It's okay. It's an emotion. It's going to pass and do it anyway. Do it anyway. You know, I tell you something interesting. Uh, I always compare myself with my future. 
So I said, okay, I'm not, I don't compare myself with anybody else, just me and my future. And I just see myself doing something that I, I am really, I really dream for in a normal state. So what does that mean? Like right now, my life in a normal state is talking with professionals. And this was not the way I thought a few months ago. So I always imagine myself that normally I'm doing this. So, and it just helped me to uh, not thinking about the fear because what's going to happen at the end? Let's say one inter- interview, that my first interview, even my first interview was not bad because I used to talk in front of an audience in, in a classroom, big classroom, and I said to myself, okay, I've done it before in another way. So I'm doing this with a live video. What's the difference? You know, so this is a really interesting point that you mentioned because fear always holds you back mm-hmm. from your dreams. Your life is short and you don't have any space for fear. No space. It doesn't belong here. No. So told me a very nice quote and I loved it. That our, don't let fear take up any real estate up here. <laughs> don't let it in, push it out. And some of my classes, what I do is um, we do something called push out the fear. And I'll say fear and everyone screams out, stress and we scream out and anxiety and we scream out. And it really is helpful to put the fear in front of you and literally visualize what the fear is, like make it tangible and literally push it away. And it's very helpful to use your physical body and your voice and your mind all together to push out that fear. Mm. It really works. And I I use it a lot. I think uh, the way you are showing it physically also helps because yeah, uh, yeah, this is like with your body also you show that it's going and yeah. 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 And then we'll I do <laughs> high school students a lot. And then at the end, we do the opposite. We bring peace in and we hold it by our thoughts for a moment. And we feel the peace. We feel the clarity. We bring it to our hearts and we feel that too. And then we take a moment out to reflect on that. So it's a bit of an experience to allow the fear to come out. It's really nice. Beautiful. Okay. Give me an example of one of your clients. Let's say, I just want to know who, who is your audience and who, who come to you and what you're doing with them. I mean, who exactly refer to you? Yeah. So the clients that come to me are people who are looking for more inner, com- inner confidence within themselves to not only within their bodies, but within themselves as a whole. So we'll have people within the same group who are talking about how they're feeling insecure with their bodies. But in the same group, we may have someone who's insecure to raise their hand in school. So confidence can come in many different ways. And I bring out to them being yourself and being true to yourself 
is really the element that we need to be who you are, which will help you with body confidence and will help you with speaking up, will help you to walking into a party confidently and will help you in a social settings. So I think the person who's looking for more inner courage is someone that comes to me, someone who's looking for body peace, someone who is looking to upgrade their food relationship. That's a big one right now food relationship. And in 2021, that's what I am going for for my clients. I keep on saying 2021 is coming and 28 million Americans about will be going on a diet this year in January. And by January 15, nine out of 10 of those 28 millions will already be off their diet. So instead of looking for the next diet plan, let's look into bring food peace, body peace, intuitive eating, body trust, Let's work on that relationship instead of going to the next plan. And I think that's something we could all bring a little bit of in 2021. It's good for ourselves. It's good for our families. And it's, it's really healing as a whole. So I'm excited for this. Yeah. You know, I talked to one of my friends and she said, my grandfather uh, lived up to 100 years he always had sugar with his teas. <laughs> he had a very fit body because he always walked a lot mm. and he was so happy. Right now, there are lots of uh, varieties, lots of diet and everybody say, don't eat sugar, don't eat that one, this one. But nobody uh, feel great about the, <laughs> the, about the health and body and uh, most of people have health issues. And that's, even, that's actually address your words about the food. If you really enjoy eating the food, okay, enjoy it. Eat it with pleasure. But you can actually balance your life to have more exercise, to burn extra fat or extra sugar that you're eating. So you don't need to accumulate all the sugar and fat inside your body. The problem is you cannot have both of them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And I, I also think that a big problem is, is that we don't listen to ourselves enough. Our body naturally wants to move and naturally wants to go out for a walk. It naturally does. Yes. But often we don't listen to that enough. <laughs> So I think when we listen to ourselves, whether it's for food or it's for movement, our body naturally does come into balance. You know, like we're talking about your grandfather and the same with myself as well. Walkers, doers, didn't sit on the computer, didn't sit by the couch. When they needed to get something, they walked outside to the grocery store and got it without the car. My parents are like that still. And I think that's, that's healthy. I think that's Sorry, here is so cold. <laughs> I know. Toronto is so cold. It's like minus, right? So it's like minus nine, minus 10. And then it's getting wow. worse, like minus 25, minus 35. You can't wow. like, really go That's out. <laughs> you know, I used to, I used to live in an apartment, apartment. So I had a better situation because uh, we had two gyms inside the building. We had pool indoor and outdoor so i never missed it mm. but i know one of my friends still lives uh, in that apartment and she said don't worry because we cannot use it <laughs> 
right now it's COVID, everything is closed, so I'm not yeah. really bored about it. It's really hard right now for people yeah. to, to get more physical, but it's important to put it in. It really, yeah. it helps with our mindset, it boosts our endorphins, we feel really good. And one of the classes that I teach is actually a class called Intensati, which a lot of people might not know the name as a whole, but it's a workout with intention. So I actually do movement with positive affirmations. It's like so much fun. I love it. It's amazing. So we'll say like I'm powerful beyond measure. I am stronger than I think. We do things like that. In a class, I actually taught it this morning on Zoom to seven women. And I have that in kids' classes, in women's classes, in teen classes. And I love it because not only am I helping someone, but I'm really helping myself too. <laughs> yeah, amazing. because you transfer this energy to them and it's going to be transferred back to you. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It is great. I, I love it. And I actually had a set of affirmations for this interview because it's about business and changing and careers and I had one set up for you so whenever you're ready I'll yes I am sure tell me about it (laughs) this one is so we spoke a lot about you know ready to transition in our jobs leaving things behind pivoting being ourselves and overcoming certain obstacles like fears that's in our mind so here it is I'm ready to succeed. I am one of a kind. I'm overcoming obstacles and I've made up my mind. Wow. We would actually do that to some cardio moves to build up endorphins and to change our state. So so we could really believe it. Like, I am ready to succeed. I'll have them cheering. I am one of a kind. I'm overcoming obstacles. I made up my mind. And all of a sudden, you'll walk out of this 30-minute experience like, whoa, I just made up my mind. I know what I'm doing here. So it's really, really powerful. Yeah, it's not all about the excitement. Yeah. And the energy to do it. Because, you know, I've seen... Uh, I used to teach in high school as well. So I had uh, low, some low energy students. And uh, one day I just remember uh, the education uh, system changed the book. And they said, you have to teach from this book for the English course. I used to live in another country. So the first language was not English. And they were so upset. Oh, we have to start another book. How can we do it? I said, look, that book I used to teach you was more complicated. This one is much easier. So for you, it's nothing. When you could write that, when you could learn that one, this one is nothing. I just talk about this book like a story and you will see how easy is this. And I see even my low... uh, low student like not low low energy student she was like she was getting so excited and said oh can we I said yes you can and you can imagine with just shifting a little mindset that could be worse because they were really afraid they have very bad mark because they changed the subjects most of me I mean all of my students had over 80 percent success 80% 80% like all of them uh, 80 
out of uh, hundred, most of them. I'm sure so, I have to do with you. Lead a <laughs> mindset and as you said, affirmation. And I just talked to them. I said, you know it from the beginning. This is nothing. So it's so imp- interesting and so important. You have the, that kind of energy to give to your fitness a club or students or whatever because you can't just teach a class go and go through the subjects and teach something and go away but you can actually add a lot of uh, energy to the class and uh, makes them more excited to sit in your class listen to you and even improve their performance absolutely it'll change the whole way educate our education system is Yes, using the mindset, using the mind. So important. So important. I hope hope we see that in our educational system. I so hope. Yeah. There are a lot of teachers doing their best and they. Oh, yes. A lot of them. Yeah. Sure are. I give them so much credit. They're teaching on Zoom. They have their own children. They're showing up every day. They are incredible. It's, it's not an easy job. I've been not there. Not an easy <laughs> job. I teach one yeah. elective high school class, just one. And when I see some, a teacher who teaches full-time, I, I really give them a lot of applause and credit. Yes. Okay, Sari, tell me yeah. about uh, three tips uh, that help the entrepreneurs not fail because i know failing is part of the success but uh, the point is many entrepreneurs give up in the beginning Mm. so they don't continue the the way that they started yeah absolutely so it's really important to i find that one of the greatest things that i've done is I like to surround myself with very supportive people, whoever that could be, your friends, a mastermind, your family, because as an entrepreneur, specifically an entrepreneur, because you're all on your own, you have to really, really believe in your powers. Someone else can easily bring you down. So it's important to stay with people who are like you, and to join a mastermind, to be in a coaching group, to even if it's just a couple of people, find a group that you feel comfortable with and that you could knock off ideas, someone could cheer you on because there are days, and believe me, those days will come where things aren't working out so well. Yeah. Those days are there and they will always be there in any business. So it's important to be surrounded with people who are really supportive and then you get back to them. So I think it's find it, find it. If you're thinking of career change or going into business or doing something so powerful, find a group that you could be connected with. Beautiful. First, you, know, you, you go to the second one. Absolutely. And what, and this is very relevant right now because everybody's doing it, but be available to pivot, be available. I mean, we get stuck in our ways. I, I, I do it myself as well. I have a vision. I know how I want it to be. And then what comes back to me is not what I expected, but I learned since I've been coaching for so long, instead of saying no to what comes to you, say yes. Pivot a little bit, 
you know, come to where, what your clients are asking for. Oh, you know, we often dream of that perfect scenario of how our business should look, but pivot a little bit and be okay with it. Be okay. It's always about the pivot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it means don't take it hard on yourself. Take it Absolutely. easy a little bit. Yeah. Take it a little easy. We don't know what's going to come. And no. I think it has to do with, I believe, I know for myself that I have this vision of what I want. And of course, I'm going to keep on going for it, keep on going. But things have to come at its right time. The universe has to come exactly. at its right time. And it's not always ready for us. It's not always ready. So be okay with doing, you know, a little bit of that and then coming a little bit this way. And, but keep on going. Keep on going. But being okay with that, with the small quarter turns here and there. I think it's really important to do, not to be stuck. Great not point. Stuck. So what's the third one? What is the third one? <laughs> Which one did I say? I'm not sure I said something. Um, you said about the connection, you said about the pivot. I think, because I don't remember what I had previously. So probably you're going to talk about failing. Don't have fear of failing. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that one so much. Do not be afraid to fail. Do not, do not, do not. Failing is part of learning. Failure is part of the process. We can never, ever, ever grow without failing. And we need to change that word failing to growth. It's growth. Every single situation is a learning process and not to beat ourselves up about it, not to use self-criticizing words and to give ourselves a little compassion that it's okay, we're learning, we're gonna do it again. We were not born with a rule book. This is the one thing I tell all my children. We're not born with a rule book. And if we were, how boring would life be? Isn't it? Yeah. If everything was there for you and you never fail, you never learn how to overcome. And the feeling of overcome, overcoming something, give you, get you moving. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... It's like I was thinking, let's say like a baby, if baby doesn't learn how to walk, mm. so she, he, she has stayed there forever, but she has to fall and then get up and finally she can fall, walk and run for herself. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. And it's important that when we fail, I, I think when we fail, we think everyone's like watching us, but it's not so. It's, no. It's not so. You know, sometimes I give, give myself a little credit whenever something happened or I did something that I was not really happy with. Then I uh, look at myself in the mirror and say, you are amazing. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Nothing <laughs> like it, it, Yeah. And then I said, you already done a lots of amazing job. You're doing well. That's nothing. You That's are amazing. Great. That's what I know about you. <laughs> That is one of the greatest mindset practices and I do yeah. that women to love their bodies. I love you. It's okay. Look in your eyes. It's, it's so beautiful to do that. I love how you brought that out. Yeah. Thank you. So, sorry. Uh, do you have any program, any website or any freebie to give uh, my audience? 
Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about free stuff because everyone loves free stuff. Yeah. I make these mindset audios that are phenomenal. And I would love to share a couple with you. Some of them are about um, perfection, letting go of perfection. Uh, some of them are about power, feeling powerful beyond measure. And I recommend close your eyes, listen with the headphones, maybe have a journal nearby for when you're done. But I would love to share that with you. So That's did you great. send me the link? I didn't, but I will. <laughs> Good. I have to pick which ones I think your audience would love most. Wow, I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here and make us happy. Thank you. <laughs> cool, yeah, I would yeah. love to share with you my body love recipe that I have not spoken about. And the body love recipe is really the recipe of the eight ingredients that I chose to put in my coaching sessions to help someone up-level their food and body relationship. And we talk about mindsets, we talk about affirmations, we discuss what diet culture is, we discuss body acceptance and intuitive eating. These are all really big concepts. And it takes time to unfold. And I love teaching it in an educational, but in an inspiring and fun way. So I have that. I have my girls positivity club, which is amazing. And we do it right on zoom right now. So anyone from all over the world can actually be part of it. And this is where I help girls feeling more courageous and positive about themselves. Oh. Very helpful during COVID, very helpful. And I have my women's affirmation classes in Tinsati, which is a fitness class based around positive affirmations. We feel amazing and we have the best day ever. So there's three ways to connect with me. I hope people do. I'm on Instagram at Zensari. And my website is saridanaNYC.com. I love connecting with people. So and I have my weekly newsletter, which is powerful and positive so well, i do a lot with all this sorry let's uh, end it with your affirmation for my audience again i'm gonna just do it with you let's do it so you can close your eyes and just pretty much repeat after me in any voice level that you choose mm -hmm. inhale and exhale i am ready to succeed I'm ready to succeed. I am one of a kind. I'm one of a kind. I'm overcoming obstacles. I'm overcoming obstacles. I've made up my mind. I made up my mind. I am ready to succeed. I'm ready to succeed. I'm one of a kind. I'm one of a kind. I'm overcoming obstacles. I'm overcoming obstacles. I've made up my mind. Uh, made up my mind with your eyes closed make a mental movie in your mind of yourself succeeding visualize her being uniquely you overcoming any challenges and being really clear in your mind and with that let's reach the arms up for our beautiful inhale. Softly exhale, bringing the palms to the third eye, to the heart, and solidifying it. And good job. <laughs> How was that? I love it, I love it. Great. So much energy. <laughs> That's what it's yeah. about.
That was really great ending. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah. I'm super excited to share this with all my audience. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.